Hi, I'm Jeffrey. Welcome back to Nightfalls. Come, settle in for tonight's calming meditation and soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. Come, warm your hands by the fireside tonight as I tell you a rather heartwarming tale. One of the fence panels in Belinda's new garden simply keeps falling down and each time it does, she can't help but fall a little more in love with her green-thumbed neighbour Ted, who is ever willing to try and repair it for her. I can't help but find the way that love blossomed between them on either side of the garden fence designed to keep their lives separate. Rather romantic. Before we begin, I'd like to say a huge thank you to those of you who have subscribed to Nightfalls Premium. Your support means so much, so thank you. And I hope you enjoyed this week's premium story. It's one of my favourites. Now, here's a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two tabs on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player.
Before we begin tonight's tale, why not take a moment to relax and wind down after another long day? Come to a comfortable position and allow your eyes to drift closed as you draw a deep breath in through your nose and let it filter out through your mouth. Let another long breath drift in and ever so lazily out. Inhale and exhale, allowing each cycle of your breath to wash the day away. Lying there, leaning into the natural lengthening of your breath as you begin to wind down, take a moment to remind yourself of all the things, places, and people you have in your life to be grateful for. However you find yourself feeling today, take this time to shine a light on what or whomever it is that brings the joy, light or laughter into your life. Inhaling, welcome a sense of gratitude into your body. And as you exhale, say a silent thank you for whatever it is you have to be grateful for tonight. Breathing in once more, draw a sense of gratitude into your body. And as you exhale, take a moment to thank yourself for having gotten through another long day, for having taken this time to care for your mind and body. Now, if you're feeling ready, this evening's story can begin. It was a crisp winter's afternoon in January when Belinda Sanderson moved into her new home on Chestnut Avenue. The move had gone smoothly and her carefully boxed items were piled up in various rooms waiting to be unpacked. Linda had already opened one box, the one containing her kettle and necessary kitchen items such as tea bags and cups. As soon as the removal van drove away, she went into the kitchen and put the kettle on. She made herself a strong cup of tea and took it into the living room. She sat on the thick carpet in front of the lit fire and gazed into the flickering flames. Leaving her house of 20 years had been a big decision, but she had felt certain it had been the right thing to do. 
there was a new adventure waiting for her in this new home. She wasn't sure what it was yet, but she could feel a whispered promise in the air that something wonderful was on its way. The sky slowly darkened outside her window, and the wind picked up a little. Belinda cradled her mug, feeling cosy and warm. She mulled over the tasks which lay ahead of her, and soon became absorbed in going through the lists in her mind. It took her a while to realize the wind had grown stronger. She looked towards the window and saw the dark silhouettes of trees bending in the strength of the wind. A noise came from outside. It sounded like it had come from the rear of the house. Belinda put her cup down and went into the kitchen to investigate. She didn't find anything amiss and wondered if something had fallen over in the garden. She put her coat on and went outside. As soon as the security light came on, she realized what had caused the noise. A panel of the fence between her garden and the one next door had fallen onto the grass on her side. Thankfully, it was still in one piece and would only need fixing back into place. But it wasn't something she could do under the present weather conditions. She made a mental note to do it in the morning. Belinda slept well that night and woke up bright and early the next morning. As soon as she'd had her breakfast, she located the packing box that held her toolbox. Once she had her toolbox, she went outside to see the fallen fence panel. The sun was shining and there was barely a breeze. Birds serenaded her with an early morning chorus, and a friendly whistle came from someone walking along the tree-lined pavement of Chestnut Avenue. Belinda soon had the panel back in place. She stood back to admire her work. She tipped her head to one side. Was the fence a little lopsided? Should she reposition it? Just as she was considering the matter, a man of around her age appeared on the other side of the fence. He was holding a hammer and looked surprised to see her there. They both spoke at the same time. Is it lopsided? I can take it off and try again. Belinda said. I was just about to fix the fence, the man said. They broke into smiles and told the other to speak first. 
Belinda explained how the fence had blown down the previous night, not long after she'd moved in. She hadn't been able to fix it last night, so had done it first thing that morning. The man nodded and said she'd done an excellent job, much better than he could have done. And no, it wasn't at all lopsided. Belinda introduced herself. It's nice to meet you, Belinda. I'm Ted. They smiled at each other. She thought he had kind eyes and a lovely smile. And the deep brown of his eyes matched the colour of his hair. She realised Ted was speaking and with warmth flooding her cheeks, she asked him to please repeat his words. Ted pointed to the fence and said he wasn't sure whose responsibility it was, but he had shared any repair costs with the previous occupant of her house, and if it was okay with Belinda, they could carry on doing that. Also, if any part of the fence fell again, he would make sure it got repaired. His eyes crinkled up in mirth as he added, Probably not repaired by me, though. I much prefer gardening to DIY. She looked towards his garden. Even though it was in the middle of winter, his garden was awash with shades of purple silver and red plants. Inside his greenhouse, she could see tidy rows of pots already containing shoots of plants. I'm not a gardener at all, Belinda admitted. She cast a glance at her garden, which was devoid of anything other than long grass and patches of weeds. I suppose I should learn if I'm going to tackle this. Perhaps I can help, Ted offered. Tell me what plants and flowers you like, and what your grand vision of the perfect garden is. The bigger the dream, the better. That's what I always say. They fell into an easy conversation, which began with gardening topics but soon turned into talk about their favourite kinds of music, books they'd read, and places they had visited. They discovered they had a lot in common. And ever so casually, they discovered that the other one was single. They finally said goodbye and went into their respective homes. Belinda began the task of opening the packed boxes and made a good job of it, even though her thoughts kept going to the man next door. The man with the kind eyes and a lovely smile. Later on, she went outside to take a short, reviving stroll around the neighbourhood. 
she found a potted plant on her doorstep. She wasn't an expert on plants and thought it looked like a heather of some sort. The pale lavender color was beautiful and reminded her of the dusky skies before the sun rose on a morning. A note under the plant notified her it was a gift from Ted to welcome her to the neighborhood. Belinda smiled as she took the plant inside and put it in her living room. She was sure it would look better in the garden somewhere, but didn't know where to put it. Perhaps she could ask Ted later when she thanked him for the gift. When she did get the chance to thank him, Ted suggested the lower right-hand corner of her garden would be perfect for the heather. He offered to plant it for her. Having been brought up to be polite, she accepted his offer. Whilst Ted was planting the heather, she made them cups of coffee, which they took their time over whilst they talked. It was weeks later before Belinda had unpacked the last of her boxes. Her new house felt more like a home with every passing day. Even though she had to leave the house during the week to go to the office, she made time at the weekends for all the jobs that needed doing there and had to hone her new gardening skills too. With Ted's help, she made plans for the garden and then bought the necessary plants, bulbs and seeds. She had almost invited him to the garden centre to help her decide which ones to get, but had been too shy to ask him. Once or twice, she had caught Ted looking at her as though he had a question on his mind. But then he'd shake his head and the questioning look would disappear. The weeks turned into months. The delicate white snowdrops in Ted's garden bowed their heads and gave way to bright yellow daffodils. Tiny buds appeared on the branches of trees. Days grew a little longer. Belinda and her neighbor with the kind eyes continued to chat over the garden fence in a friendly manner about this and that. Nothing too personal, just the kind of talk that passes between friends. And yet, their goodbyes began to linger somewhat, and so did their gazes. Whenever one of them was out in the garden, the other would soon appear with a cheery hello and a reason to chat. April came along with warm days and the chance to sit outside in the spring sunshine. 
Belinda set up her new garden table one sunny Saturday morning. She was determined to invite Ted for lunch as a thank you for all his help with the garden. All she had to do was find the courage to ask him. She was sure she had some somewhere. As she put the chairs out, she practiced phrases in her mind about how she would invite Ted around. She wondered which one sounded the most casual. A polite cough came from over the fence. Ted had an expression on his face that indicated he'd asked her something. Pardon? Belinda said. He cleared his throat. Barbecue? Yes. He cleared his throat again. Would you like to have a barbecue with me? It's lovely weather for the time of year and... His words trailed off. He gave her an expectant look. Yes, Belinda said instantly. I would love that. Ted broke into a grin. Great, super, wonderful. I'll fire the coals up then. The barbecue was perfect. The food was delicious. The weather was glorious. And the company was delightful. Ted and Belinda talked for hours, never running out of topics of conversation. When the weather turned cooler, Ted brought a woolen throw from his house and put it around Belinda's shoulders. The hours flew by, and it was soon time to say goodnight. They began talking at the same time. Ted, I wonder if... Belinda, would you... Neither discovered what the other was going to say, because the rain began to pour down at that very moment. They said hasty goodbyes and hurried inside their homes. The rain didn't stop. For weeks. And it was heavier on a weekend, making gardening impossible. The peculiar weather even made headlines on the news. There were days when the rain stopped, and just when everyone thought there was going to be a spell of dry weather, rain clouds appeared in the sky, and the showers began again. Ted and Belinda didn't get the chance to speak to each other for a long time. They would sometimes get glimpses of the other one as they set off for work and would exchange brief hellos. But there were no opportunities to chat over the garden fence. Through her kitchen window, Belinda saw the plants in Ted's garden thriving despite the heavy rain. The plants in her garden were trying their best, but looked as if they'd rather be snug and cosy deep underground. Many times, Belinda summoned the courage to knock on Ted's door, to see how he was, and just as many times, her courage decided it had somewhere else to be. Then one windy evening, a noise came from the back garden. 
It was a sound Belinda had heard before. One look out of the window confirmed that a fence panel had blown down. It was the same one that Belinda had fixed months before. She put her coat on, collected her toolbox, and went outside. By the time she got outside, she discovered Ted was already there, and trying, not very successfully, to hammer the panel back into place. Would you like a hand? She called out about the gusty weather. Yes, very much. Thank you, Ted called back. Together, they tackled the fence situation and soon had it back in place. It was hard to have a conversation in the blustery breeze, so Ted invited Belinda into his greenhouse. It was warm and cozy inside, and the ideal place to watch the wind traveling through the trees. They began talking easily, as though they'd only seen each other the day before. They talked about their jobs, family, friends, and had they seen that fascinating documentary about the amazing garden in Ireland that had been discovered recently. I thought about you when I was watching it, Belinda said, not blushing too much. I thought about you too, Ted admitted. He looked as if he was going to say something else, but a noise interrupted him. The fence panel had fallen, again. But this time, it had taken another two panels with it. The panels lifted in the wind, as though getting ready to become airborne. Ted and Belinda hastened out of the shed and captured the fence panels before they could escape. Working as a team, they fastened the wood back into place. The wind died down. Ted smiled at Belinda. She smiled back at him. They spoke at the same time. Would you like to go out for dinner with me? Belinda asked. Would you like to go to the movies with me? Was Ted's question. They agreed on dinner, followed by a movie. The food at the restaurant was delicious. The movie was entertaining and funny. The company was delightful. Ted was a gentleman and walked Belinda right up to her front door. She kept checking her feet to see if they were still on the ground because she felt like she was walking on air. Ted told her he'd had a wonderful evening and would love to do it again very soon. Perhaps the next night. Belinda said she'd been thinking the same thing and tomorrow would be perfect. July arrived with bright blue skies and endless days. Ted's garden was resplendent with fragrant flowers, spectacular shrubs, and beautiful butterflies 
which flittered and fluttered around the plants. Belinda's garden held its own kind of beauty, a rugged, sometimes overgrown look which suited her just fine. Her favourite plant was the purple heather, which Ted had given her, which had blossomed and grown bigger over the months. Ted and Belinda had visits to the seaside. They walked along the promenade hand in hand, eating enormous ice creams. August brought more sunny days and more opportunities for Belinda and Ted to laze in each other's gardens on comfy seats whilst drinking ice-cold lemonade and discussing the latest events in their lives. Fruit grew larger on the trees and the nights began to draw in ever so slightly. In September, Ted gave Belinda another gift. It was a collection of spring bulbs which he'd cultivated from his garden. Belinda wasn't sure where to put them, so asked Ted for his advice. Ted offered to plant them, and in exchange, Belinda asked if she could replace the missing brackets on his gutters because she was concerned the rain would cause them to fall. October arrived with crisper mornings tinged with frost. Ted and Belinda wrapped up warmly and stood outside. They watched in awe as a flock of geese flew overhead in a perfect V formation, bound for warmer climates. The leaves on the trees turned into beautiful shades of yellow orange and red. Over the weeks, they left their branches behind and floated gently to the ground. One early morning, Belinda looked out of her window and saw Ted in her garden collecting the fallen leaves. Her heart softened at his thoughtful gesture. The festive season of December arrived. Christmas preparations began along Chestnut Avenue, and soon outdoor trees were festooned with twinkling fairy lights. As they walked along Chestnut Avenue one starlit evening, Ted gazed at the bedecked trees and confided in Belinda about his childhood dream of a house and garden covered in fairy lights. He said it would be like living in a magical land from a fairy tale. The next day, whilst Ted was out at work, Belinda covered his house in ribbons of light. She carefully threaded delicate fairy lights around his trees and plants. Rows of small lanterns were placed on both sides of the garden path. When Belinda switched the lights on to see if they all worked, 
she was met with a dazzling display of twinkling lights which lit up the street. She wondered if there were too many of them. But when she saw the utter joy on Ted's face when he arrived home, she knew it was the right amount. Ted told her she'd made his childhood Christmas dream come true. They spent Christmas together. The food was plentiful and delicious. Their presents were thoughtful and heartwarming, and their cosy evenings were full of laughter and never-ending conversations. January came around and brought with it an anniversary for Belinda. It had been one year since she'd moved into her new home, and it had been a year of adventure and love. It had all started with that fence panel in the garden. Feeling in a reflective mood, she put her coat on and went outside to look at the fence. The panel was down yet again. Ted was standing near it with a hammer in his hands. Has it fallen down again? Belinda asked. I never heard the wind last night. Ted smiled and put the hammer down. I knocked it down. Why? Belinda said. So I can do this. Ted stepped through the gap in the fence and gently pulled Belinda into his arms. She rested her head against his shoulder and smiled. Peace and contentment filled her heart and so did love for the man with kind eyes. Belinda took the hammer from his hands with a smile and headed over to the next panel of fencing and knocked that one down too and then the next. The two of them pulled the posts from the ground and laid them next to the panelling in a small ginnel that ran between their two houses. Belinda looked across the two gardens with her hands on her hips and smiled. Much better, Ted said. The two of them looked across their singular, wide garden, pleased with their hard work. The wild, thick, jungle-like garden of Belinda smoothly transitioned into the carefully tended and manicured garden of Ted. And it soon began to be difficult to tell where one ended and the other began. From then on, there was no fence between them, and they began to spend more time with one another. Whether sat on the patio laughing together, or huddled up in the winter, playing board games by the fire. Before long, Belinda felt she had found her home, and that had less to do with her house than with the person 
lived next door.